0: Welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast where we dig into not only what it takes to start a business, but to keep your business thriving for years to come using my signature CFO Money Method Framework. I'm your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA and business financial coach. I have over 20 years of experience in business, and it is my passion to share my knowledge of business finance and personal finance with other women. You can also follow me with my column at forbes.com or my column with entrepreneur.com. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Think Like a CFO podcast. I am your host, Melissa Houston, and I am honored to be sharing this time with you today. If you're listening at the time around where this episode dropped, we are in January 2021. We're hoping that things are going to be better in 2021 than they were in 2020. And if you're reflecting on your new year's resolution of managing your business finances better and you haven't gotten that start that you wanted to, then you're in the perfect place today because today I am taking you through the path to biz finance freedom. So first, I want to talk to you today about my client, Karen. Karen had come to me several months ago and she was feeling extremely frustrated and stupid. Those are her words, not mine. Karen is a professional. She's been running her business for three years and her income stream is like multiple, high multiple six-figure revenue. And she's an extremely intelligent woman. She's been running this business for herself for several years, but she's been extremely frustrated because although she knows her sales revenues are quite high, she is not making the money that she thought she would make. So she is loaded with debt She has no idea where her money's been going because according to her instinct, she should be making more profit than operating at a loss. She came to me feeling frustrated, alone, and just basically ready to blow up the business. After talking with Karen for a bit, I explained to her and I explained this to all my clients because this is a common thing I hear where they feel really stupid that they didn't know what was going on in their business. And the thing is, if you're not an accountant or if you were not trained to follow your finances within your business, then how were you expected to know what to do? You have been focusing on your zone of genius. You got yourself out there, whether you're in the initial stages of launching your business or if you've been operating for a few years, regardless of what your story is, the reality of it is if nobody has taught you how to manage your finances, then how would you have known? You don't know what you don't know. So I really try to enforce this to all my clients. It doesn't matter that it's in the past you're not stupid. And let's just get you on this program to show you how to get yourself ahead in your business. And no word of a lie, financial mismanagement is probably the number one money leak in your business. Because if you're not managing your finances, you're not monitoring your revenues, you're not monitoring the expenses, all the money that's going out the door, and you have no idea if you're making a profit or a loss. This stuff is extremely important to know. So I'm going to take you through what I showed Karen. And yeah, I hope you get a lot from this podcast episode. So why would financial management be important within your business? The first and perhaps most obvious reason is once you have your finances managed in your business, it alleviates a lot of stress. If you've been having stressful nights, sleepless nights, you know, if you're constantly worried about the state of finances, if you've got money coming in or out of your business or whatever the case may be, I've seen it all, I know it all, and it's very stressful. The first benefit is to lose that stress. The second reason is when you know your business finance you have opened up a whole world of money-saving opportunities. The third reason is when you know your business finances, it allows you to focus on the profits. So the profits are what you should be aiming for. High revenue numbers are fantastic. I love them. But if you're operating at a loss, you have a high chance of going bankrupt. If you're operating at a profit, then that means your business is viable and it's going to stand the test of time. To measure your profits, it's revenue- less expenses, and what's left over from that is your profit, but you also are going to owe some taxes on that profit. So you have to keep that in mind, subtract the taxes, and then what's left over at the end is what you get to keep for your business. Or if you decide to pay out to yourself, that's fine too, but you know, you have to understand the strategies there, and we're not going to go into that today. But revenue minus expenses minus taxes paid is the profit that you get to keep for your business. And then the fourth reason why, most important reason why you would wanna get your business finances in order is because that money that you keep within your business, you're gonna get that money working for you. You're gonna get it making you even more money on top of that money. So these are the biggest reasons why you would want to keep your business finances in order. How I can help you within your business is by teaching you how to do those things. When I teach you this, This makes you a better CEO of your business and it helps you to set goals for your business that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise set for yourself and you monitor these goals. You monitor your progress against these goals month after month. And believe me when I say a goal without a plan is just a wish, because if you have a goal and it's just in your head somewhere and you haven't planned it out, chances are you're not going to follow through with it. So get those goals down, get them on paper, in Excel sheets, whatever, whatever format works for you and monitor your progress against these goals. And I guarantee you, you're going to have a better turnout than if you just operated your business blindly. Common mistakes I see from my clients The first one is you think your accountant and your bookkeeper are taking care of you. Quite often what happens is my clients, they take their books to their bookkeeper and then they bring their books at the end of the year to their tax accountant. Their tax accountant gives them a little feedback, does their tax returns, they pay their taxes, and then that's it. It's over till the next year. But that is not sufficient information to keep your business buzzing along throughout the year. So even if you did check in with your accountant on a quarterly basis or whatever, if you don't understand the feedback that your accountant is giving you, then essentially, first of all, that's wasted money and it's wasted time. Because if you can't implement the absolutely fabulous advice your accountant is offering you, then it's a waste. The other mistake I see is often you think that you can't learn this or that you're not cut out to understand it. I've had a few clients come to me as the last resort and almost every client has said to me, I'm different. It's going to take me more than eight weeks to learn this. And 99.9% of the time, it has been done within eight weeks. Everybody thinks that they're different and that their challenges are different. And of course, we all wanna think that we're special and you are all special in your own ways. But the reality of it is, is when you're learning how to manage your finances, it's a formula. I show you step by step by step what you need to do. And that usually takes away all the noise, all the fluff, like all the extra stuff that you don't need to know. And you, it allows you to zero in on your numbers and what you need to get from your business. And then the third mistake I see quite often is, you know, it's like, oh, I have time. I'll put that off. I'll I'll learn it later. There's just, there's no time for this or I'm, I'm too busy or whatever the excuse is. But time is money. It's the truest sense of the word. Time is money. So if you're waiting and waiting and waiting to get your finances in order, you're losing and losing, losing money making opportunities and money saving opportunities. I highly suggest that you get on it earlier rather than later. What I want to do with you today is I want to walk you through the four steps CFO money method framework that is within the CFO money membership program. So there's four steps. The first step in the framework is you need to know your financial statements. So there are three main financial statements, and they are the balance sheet, the income statement, and the statement of cash flow. Now, to be honest with you, the one that you probably are going to use the most is the income statement, which is also known as the profit and loss statement. So this is where you're going to monitor what your profits are. So you monitor your revenues, and you monitor all the expenses, and all the expenses are what it costs to make these sales. And then the leftover will be the profit. But because we're smart financial planners, we also put aside money for your tax bill. That'll be explained in the next step. The balance sheet is a statement that essentially shows you, the reader, what your, your business is worth. So basically, it's going to take all your assets less all your liabilities. And what you have left over at the end of the day is your net worth of your business. So if you have $10,000 worth of assets, which could be anything from cash or investments, or even just office equipment, and then you take away all the money that you owe on these investments, let's say it's $1,000 of liabilities, then your business would be worth $9,000. It's a simple calculation. And if you're looking for a loan or investors, typically they're very concerned with these three financial statements. The statement of cash flow I would say is used the least and it's more for investors and bankers to have a look at than anything because I'm also going to teach you how to manage your cash flow system and that's a little different than the statement of cash flow but that'll show all the cash activity coming in and going out of the business throughout the year. So the second step in the framework is to create a plan for your business and I call this creating your operating budget. This is my absolute favorite step because this is the core of your business. So what you're going to do is put your business plan down on paper. So as I mentioned earlier, a goal without a plan is just a wish. We don't want wishes here, we want results. Typically what you do is you take a template that I offer and you separate each month from January all the way to December broken down and you create your goals, your revenue goals. So plan out what you want to achieve for revenues throughout the year and then Plan on how much expenses are going to be needed to attain those revenue levels. So you're going to think about if you're renting an office, so you have to include your office rent. You have to include your liability insurance, your telephone expenses, your office expenses, your consulting fees, professional fees. I mean, there's so many expenses that go on with running a business, but you're going to list them all in that budget. So then you have a plan. You're going to see you've got your revenue goals. And then you're going to see, okay, these are my expenses. What is it leaving me for profit? Am I profitable enough to make this worthwhile? Am I operating at a loss? Whatever. You're going to see how that plans out and you can make adjustments. So if you're not making enough revenue to cover your expenses, you're either going to cut your expenses or you're going to increase your revenue, but it really gives you a full view of how you're operating your business. Because if you've been operating your business blindly, chances are you don't know if you're making enough revenue to cover your expenses. So if you're operating at a loss, that is the quickest route to bankruptcy. It's extremely important to get this information down on paper and then you've got a plan for your actions. And because we're in January, don't think like, oh, I missed the boat. I can't do my budget because we're in January. No, it's never too late to plan your budget. Ideally, it would be nice to have your budget, you know, like if your fiscal year is January 1st, to December 31st, it would be nice to have that budget completed before January 1st, but it is not the end of the world if it's not done by then. So whenever you join the program and you start planning out your budget, that's fine. And you'll know for the following year when your year end is coming up to make sure that you've got your plan for the following fiscal year. Okay, so step three is to monitor your progress against that budget. So although it's super important to have that budget, if you're not monitoring your progress against it, it's not really helping you. At the end of each month, I want you to plug in your actual numbers and compare them to what you had budgeted and figure out where you went over and where you went under. And it'll just give you an idea of what you need to improve. Improve on where you need to improve. It gives you like a laser focus on how your business is doing. Like, if you felt short on your revenue goals, you'll know that, and you know that you have to up your game, whatever it is, however it is, but you need to make some decisions on how to get more revenue in or you can cut your expenses. So it gives you an idea of how you can plan for the following month. So it's really, really important to do that month end monitoring activity. Do that every month throughout the year so that you have no surprises at the end of the year. The earlier you catch these problems, the more money that you're going to save because if if your expenses are too high, you can rein them in. Isn't it easier to find out that you've been overspending on, like, let's say, advertising? You find that out in January instead of December because you've got all those months in between to cut back on those expenses if they're not generating revenue for you. Business is all about trial and error. So you have to monitor what's working and what's not working so that you can make changes and not waste your money on things that aren't working. And then the final step of the framework is to monitor your cash flow. So this is extremely important because I think the number, it's either 82 or 87% of businesses go under within the first five years because they've run out of cash. So you don't want to be in that position where you've just sucked yourself dry and you've got no more cash coming in. This is like a six to eight week schedule where you can forecast what your cash needs are going to be. You can forecast when you expect the money coming in and when you have to have the money going out. So there's no cash surprises. There's no like, oh my God, it's the end of the month and I have to come up with rent. How am I going to come up with that? The reality of it is you knew every first of the month you have rent. So you have to keep your cash flows coming in so that you've got the money to get them out. So a little tip for you too is you should always apply for a line of credit or a bank loan or whatever when things are going well within your business. And it's nice to have these line of credits available for unexpected cash shortages. So they're definitely helpful to get you by. I don't suggest that you put yourself in debt and never get out of it. But it's nice to have that little cushion or save yourself a cash reserve fund. Because the reality of it is there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days. And some days you're going to have cash shortages. But when you do a good cash plan, then you can get your business through the hard times. So that is super important. So we're going to revisit Karen's story again. I took Karen through these Four steps within eight weeks. So we did a lot of planning with her business. We tackled all her unique situations of her business as well. And coming in, I'll remind you that she was feeling very frustrated, very stupid. She really didn't feel like she was going to be able to get a handle on her finances. And by the eighth week, she was like, Oh my God, this is so easy. I didn't expect. And (laughs) the best part is she actually finds it fun, which I find it's fun too, because who doesn't love counting their money? Like when you've got money coming in, that's the awesome part. Now she's excited about her finances and she's seeing like her projected profits and she's working hard to make sure that she gets to those profit levels and she understands how she needs to do them to get there. So she's gone from being completely, as what she would describe herself, a mess to feeling like a confident, empowered businesswoman. So she understands the importance of managing her finances and she is all in now and she's loving it. And I love that. I love to see my clients succeed in their businesses. So I am launching on January 19th. I will be offering a free training at 8 p.m. on January 19th. And I am opening cart for this CFO Money Method membership program. I just want to explain a little bit more in detail what this program is, because not only do you get the online courses that go through the four steps of the framework, but you also get, depending on where you are in your business, I included a bonus offer of the Intro to Biz Finance Freedom. We also go through what assets are, what liabilities are, break down all the financial statements and why they're important. We talk about how to hire a bookkeeper, how to hire a tax accountant. We talk about how it's important to have yourself in your finances throughout the year, how it's important to be financially empowered. We talk about taxes and what kind of taxes to expect and how you're gonna calculate your tax payments. So this course is fully loaded. The objective of the course is to really empower business owners so that they can take control of their money finances and understand what they need to do as CEOs to better improve their business. I also offer a monthly Q&A Session with me. It's live, so members can join and ask specific questions. And we also have this Facebook group where throughout the month you can ask questions if you're struggling with something in a module or you just have a question about your business or whatever. I'm very active in the Facebook group community. So I really try to have a community for my students or my clients so that they can share information with each other and not feel so alone in the struggle because entrepreneurship can be a very lonely and isolating journey. So I really try try to bring community in around it. And I want you to know that you're never alone. So when you join this program, you're in it for life. So you pay, you're done. That's it. You're there. If you have any questions, I encourage you to email me at info at melissahoustoncpa.com. Thanks for listening to the Think Like a CFO podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And remember, nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.